Hey, welcome to the Watch Me podcast, a podcast about my journey into serial entrepreneurship. Watch me try, succeed, learn, grow, and maybe even fail or learn some lessons as we serial entrepreneurs love to call it on this podcast, Watch Me. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to the Watch Me podcast. Um, I am a little late again posting this one, but in the grand scheme, it will not matter. Just like a few days. So, um, just kind of same vibes as last last podcast with update, just working on all the businesses. Super, it's getting better. Honestly, it's getting better. RV company is like, we're starting to get kind of a consistent call, consistent calls, getting our name out a little bit more, um, getting the flow with our staff and stuff. So that's been good. And me and Ryan have actually learned a little bit how to work, work together more. Um, we actually had a little disagreement (laughs) a few weeks, maybe like a week or two ago, just because I'm so used to running my own businesses. Like I am the end decision maker and whatever I want, that's, that's, what's going to go right. Because it's my business. And in this case, we both have like equal, equal investment as well as equal effort that we're putting in. Cause we're putting into different, like he's in the medical side. I'm like in the marketing side. So we're putting in different efforts and we both, obviously you feel like your, your business should be ran like the way you think. And we both operate so differently, like just humans are humans. So he did, what did he do? Oh, he'll, um, I don't know what he did. Something that I would not do. (laughs) He just like, I, it was someone asked us a question and he like answered it right then and there, like made an answer up in his head. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like say, I'll get back with you with an answer later on tonight, come home, talk to me. And I actually disagreed with the answer he gave. So I'm like, you can't just give a response because like you have a whole other partner that needs to agree with it. Right. And we kind of are figuring that out because he was like, I think I answered that correctly. Like, this is why I had to justify that. And we had to, and I was like, I would not have done that. I would have done it this way. Um, so we had to meet in the middle and like find a way to work through that. And now, and find, it was something with an employee. So we were like, okay, you want to be in charge of employees and you take all of the employee thing. Like, don't give me half and half because if you want to take that part, you take that part over and I won't have anything to deal with it. And I won't tell you how to do it. So like, I'll trust that that's your level, your area of expertise. I won't put my fingers in it or like, I won't dabble there. So that will be yours. And kind of, we're just having to figure that out with different things. Right. And it's interesting because like, you're also married. So if you're like mad at your coworker, you go home and like, you're with your family, you get over, who cares? Right. You're the, you kind of get over it probably by the next day here it's like we're at work we're like not mad like annoyed and then i'm like okay well we're gonna hang out for dinner too and like hang out with the dogs and like still do like the whole family thing the rest of the day so that was an interesting just like working through that and figuring that out but it's all good now we we came up with like some system for that situation and i'm sure that's going to happen over and over but as it comes up we'll just create that system and that boundary right then and there and hopefully it will solve disputes in the future so that's the struggle with working with your man's your husband or your partner um and yeah all the rest and the tattoo shop is also in a startup phase 
Um, so it's interesting being in a startup phase because you feel like you're doing all this work, but nothing is working. If you know, you know. <laughs> like you feel like you're grinding, you're putting in money, you're putting in effort, you're putting in energy. Um, you're doing everything that you can, but it's like, it's still like a slow build. Like it's still like, it's a little frustrating, frustrating because you're in the middle of like whatever is going to come after. So, um, and I heard this described as the messy middle. You're in the messy middle and it's a tough place to be for sure. It's a tough place to see out of. So I just, I just know like that we're, and so does Ryan, like that we're in the spot and like, we know that there's going to be, we're going to see out of it. We're going to see out of the spot and we'll come out the other side eventually if we keep like doing the things and you too, like if you're in the same position and you feel like I'm doing everything for my business, it's not working. Um, even though it probably is right. Like we absolutely get calls. We're definitely getting busier. We tweak, we sit down and pull up the reports, but it just still feels like it's not like blowing up overnight, which doesn't happen. But if you're in that spot too, just remember like you're in it for the long term. You're not here to make your business work in six months. Like it's not a fast, it's not a quick get rich quick scheme. Like that's not how long-term businesses will work. Um, so just remind yourself of that. And like, we're here for the two year, five year plan longer than that. And we have to be patient with it. Just keep doing what we, we're doing and like what works and it will come. It will come. <laughs> um, but this podcast is actually going to be about my clothing boutique and how much money I spent to start it up. So I'm going to go ahead and go into my first year. Um, I will share what I what I spent starting up and then like before opening day, what I had to like purchase and buy and down payment for the lease and all that stuff. And then I will go into the first eight months of business, how much I made, how much I spent, all that stuff there. So that's what the pot will be. So if you're interested in starting a boutique or I would say like this can be anything retail or if you're opening a brick and mortar, these numbers can, you can use for like, just like the rent, the, the leasing numbers, like that information would be really helpful. Um, depending on your business, obviously the expenses are going to be way different Mine was retail, but if you have some sort of retail, like selling storefront, I would say you probably could ballpark these numbers or like have an idea of what could work. Um, if you're doing like the same size location, same size, everything. So that is kind of what we will go over. Okay. So to my first step in doing this was, um, I found a location and I like called up the location, did the whole process. All of this, like the whole story is in a podcast in the beginning, like how I started my boutique. You can hear the, the whole story if you want to hear that. Uh, there's no numbers. I don't think I said numbers in there, but this one's more focused on like how much money did we spend? How much money did it make? Like, is it realistic for you? All that. So I had to, that was my first expense. I had to put a down payment to get like the lease signed, the location mine. And then after that, like the contractor started working on it and my down payment was $10,000. And that included my deposit because it's like you're renting an apartment, the deposit, my first month rent and my last month rent, I believe. So 
Um, and then after five years, your lease ends. If you took care of it, they will give your deposit back. So that was my very first one, um, $10,000. And that was uh, the, I think the square footage is about 12 to 1500. I'm not exactly sure. I forget square feet. So on average, that's what I've found in El Paso, Texas was the average around there on real estate. So yeah, I had to put that 10,000 and that was in February. My store opened in June. So then after that, my next step was hangers. I needed to buy hangers, lots of them. So I think that was probably like maybe a thousand dollars just for hangers. And then I had to buy inventory, right? So I spent about, I want to say I got about three credit cards out to buy my first set of inventory. Um, I like to say around $40,000 is what I spent on inventory. 30 to 40, what I spent on inventory startup to like have in store when someone walks in that first day, this is what I have available like to buy. Um, I did about 30. So all there, I'm like 40,000 $40, in clothing, 10,000 in just that first down payment, um, 1,000 in hangers, which is about, we're about 50,000, right? Just with that stuff. So then I have to now website. I built my website on my own. So thankfully I didn't spend money on that. Um, cause as you can imagine, $50,000 already insane for a girl who had zero savings <laughs> and is like just doing all loans. Um, so I built that out. I did like my own bookkeeping in the beginning. So I didn't have to pay anyone for that. I had to buy, um, all the fixtures for the store. So all the fixtures, I would say those cost maybe to build it all out. I just pulled my report. It was about 6,000 to $7,000. I did just like gas pipes, like me and my dad bought a bunch of gas pipes. We spent a week in there and he helped me put everything up. So I didn't have to pay anyone for that. And then I used like my mom had an old uh, kitchen table and we put that inside. Um, I did buy some furniture, so I bought like a sofa, all that. I would say like $7,000 for like inside um, fixtures, just building it out to hang clothes on for grand opening day. So that was, um, what was another really big expense? Just like small things, right? Like you never know things that up miscellaneous, but the biggest things I would say is your rent, your item that you need to have to sell. You have to pay that up front. A lot, some, some, depending on your business, you can do credit terms. Um, when you're starting up, it's a little harder because a lot of them want you to have like already a consistent business when you're setting up for accounts with people so that they can trust that you're going to pay it. Um, in my type of business, we have to pay everything cash up front. So there's no credit terms. If I order it, I pay for it before it even gets to my location. So, and that's still true to today. So that's kind of, we struggle on that. We use credit cards to balance that out. So like, we'll put it on the credit card and then you have 30 days, right? To like pay that off. It, you, it sells, you rebuy it, but by the time you have to pay it off, you've already made triple on whatever you spent on there. So around 70, I guess we're at like 70 K I would say to start up, give or take a little bit to start up a clothing boutique in a about 1200 square foot place in El Paso, Texas in 2018. That number probably now has gone up. Maybe we'll go up to like way more. Um, but 
that's why I was around around there in 2018. Now I feel like I probably could have done it with around 50. Um, just would have to be a little more. You obviously wouldn't have a as big as a selection of items when someone walks in first time. Um, maybe it's like a little unfinished, which I did not want. I wanted someone to walk in and be like, oh my gosh, I am down to spend $60 on a shirt right now. Like, because it's so cute. It's so pretty. It's full of clothes. Just all these things I had, I had planned to meet certain goals that I had planned for myself. So I did want to spare no expense. I was willing to like risk, risk it all get whatever loans I needed, whatever credit cards I needed to put, um, go to tell everybody and their mother about my business. And that's exactly what I did. I literally did events all the time. I went to networking. Um, I was, I was single at the time. So I would go on dates and literally all I would talk about was my business. Poor, poor dates that I went on. I don't even remember <laughs> which I didn't go on many. I was like so obsessed with my boutique. Um, or like starting it. That I think I maybe went on one. I think I actually went on one during that time. Um, but yeah, so I guess we're around 70 K. So now after that, I'm going to go into how much money I made that year. Well, didn't take home much, but how much money on paper gross sales would be. So I opened in June after that. So spent all that money, February, March, April, May, cause you have to like pay for the build out. I didn't have to pay for the build out. The landlord gives you tenant improvement. So they just did like a, a shell and I went in and like, did my thing. Um, I left the floor concrete because I couldn't afford to put tile in or any wood, anything cute. I like just left it white because again, I didn't have anything money to do like fun backsplashes or anything like that. It was just basically a white room with concrete tile. And that's literally what it is to this day. Um, so June, started in June from June to December we gen I generated $122,000 in gross sales. So I was pretty amazed by that myself. My goal was 100,000 my first year and to exceed that by 20,000 I'm like, "What? Like this is crazy." Um now don't go thinking that you go home and sit down and take $120,000 home. <laughs> Absolutely not if you know anything about business or you're wanting to get in, you have to be realistic with that's your gross because someone has their revenue is a certain thing and their growth sales are a certain thing. That does not mean much. Okay. So then you have to take into consideration what does it cost to generate that money? So there has to be things that I need to sell to make $122,000, right? So on average, I would say, let's say 50% is my, everything kind of changes and then you throw in sales and discounts. Let's say 50%. Is, it's a little higher, but Half of that was the cost of the item. So then that drops those that income to 60000 right? So then you have to spend rent every single month. At the end of the year, it looks like I spent $10,000 after the first 10000 I put in um, in the beginning of the year. So then I also put another 10000 I didn't have employees my first year, so I just worked myself. So that was cool. That saved me some money. I didn't pay myself. Um... I tried certain softwares for like loyalty and stuff. That was about $3,000. Got rid of that soon after. So kind of a waste of money. Um, I would always have events. So I'd have almost every weekend buy like wine, buy snacks, always just doing something. I'd go to pop-ups. I spent about 4000 in all of that that first year as well. 
it looks like right here. Um, I had to buy laptops, iPads, just stuff to get the upper, the business running. And that looks like about $4,000 I spent in all of that, um, that year also. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, you can see this, this, that, that amount drops real quick. Once you throw in all the things that you need to run this business <laughs> without employees. Um, so where are we? Okay. Uh, what else was a big one? There's a bunch of little ones, like $300. I have my, my list here, but I would like put gas in there, write, write all that off. I'm not going to explain all that here. My internet bill, um, the insurance, they're all under a thousand. So, but all that, I mean, all those things are under a thousand. That's adds up to like another 5k in miscellaneous that like have to be paid. Not miscellaneous, but it's a lot of money and, you know, insurance, internet, water. Uh, what else is on here? Gas. Fixtures. Oh, my sign, my actual business sign. Those run about, I don't remember exactly what I paid in 2018, but it was around $3,000, maybe like $3,200 just to get the sign on in, um, for a business. So that was, that was a fun, fun surprise for me too. I did not think I would have to spend $3,000 on a business sign. So that's all your first year, right? And then that just after you buy it the first time, you don't have to rebuy a lot of these things, the hangers, the sign, the fixtures. So your first year is probably one of the more expensive ones. Um, and the laptops, all the stuff you need to run, run the business printers, um, figuring out mistakes. You have to have a budget for that. <laughs> so we had water. And then if I traveled for markets and stuff, that was about a thousand dollars. So that's another, like with, with all that, like just random ones that I just set out another, like 3000. Um, so that puts us up from 70, 3000, 7,000, about 80. I would say in my first year of business, I spent about upwards of $120,000. And it looks like my sales were 122000 So you can easily see your first year of business. You are most likely not going to make any money, but it'll come back after, right? So that's kind of like the startup expense of a clothing boutique in a city like El Paso. That's around 1,200 square foot. Um, and it's and your markup's oh, maybe around 60%, um, give or take, because it discounts just depending on what you do. So yeah. And it gets pretty interesting. I think the next year the sales went up to 300000 But, you know, I'm sure the expenses have to go up with that. And also your purchases have to go up with that. I mean, you're spending more money on buying stuff to make more money. And then the year 2020 went to – you guys are getting some good, some good content here. 2020 went to 368 I feel like that's not right. 2020 was like my wildest year in business, I feel like. So 2020, 368, I feel like there's something missing there. But And then 2021 jumped to $780,000. But I did add a second location. That's probably why that, that number got a little bit wild there. Um, 2022 is like 
I'm, I'm not going to share it. Well, no, let's share it. 2022, we made, oof. Again, remember, all this, there's an, an extra lease there. And then the next year was 778, $778,000. An extra lease there, an extra amount of inventory, obviously extra employees, it's a whole different city. So that number does grow a ton, but um, there's way more expenses that have to be paid with it. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I would just say startup on average, fifty to $70,000 to start up and then that whole year, you're obviously going to keep buying new stuff and all that grows a little bit more, but you're making money at the same time. So it's not as painful as, um, just putting it up when you don't have the storefront yet. You're just, it's being prepared to, for you to open it and you still have to buy all this stuff. Cause once you get those keys, you can move in and you're ready. Right. So yeah, that's, that was fun. What an interesting and fun, um, What's it called when you go back and like fun remember? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't. I can't. Can't think of the word. But um, a fun little deja vu thing. And I hope it was interesting. If you have any questions, send me a DM. Um, if you would love some consulting or help opening a retail store, a storefront, anything you need, I am here for you. I'm sure I can help you out in some way. We can figure some way to work together. And if not, you can find me on Instagram at Erica Lee, E-R-I-K-A-L-E-E-E. -E -E. That's my personal page. And then on my bio, you can see all the businesses on there. And yeah, I let me know if woo, let me know if you have any um topics you'd love me to cover on the podcast. If you have a favorite podcast, leave me a review. I would appreciate all of these things. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.